Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. As we land on John Morant, John Morant, Memphis, Gri- Memphis Grizzlies, while, you know, Jason Tatum and them and LeBron and them were on the court playing, he was out in them streets doing right. what John Morant has been doing as a young person, you know, hanging out and such. It's summertime. Right. He has right. now, uh, you know, he's away from the game. They lost to LeBron and them. So he's out there in the streets doing the thing, right? And um, so there was an Instagram that came over the weekend with him in the car with some rap music, with some horrible lyrics. Then I was, I was cringing at every turn. I was like, ah. Ooh, ooh, why, 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 why? And then there's a gun flashed. And I was like, um, then he just gets suspended for flashing a gun. So one of two things I'm thinking, either he's like, um, I'm free. I'm gonna do what I want, which you are, but you also are in a league whose dependence on your image is equally as important as your freedom to them. Right. I just finished watching uh, this air, this Nike air uh, movie on Amazon Prime starring Viola Davis playing Michael Jordan's mom and Matt Damon and um, Ben, whatever his name is. And I was, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm studying the anatomy of things because my, my, my burning question is how, how did Google Google, you know, where, where did these things come? Because they came out of nothing and then they become these, these multinational corporations that are unstoppable, but it started somewhere, you know, so we're, we're getting kind of the origin story. Michael Jordan, a singular force, but, you know, unto himself, there was, you know, his mom and his daddy, of course, Nike, the NBA, like all of these things conspired to make him probably the greatest player of all time LeBron's still playing though um and I'm not even going to argue greatness they're all great but as I'm I'm listening I'm watching all of this play out and I'm watching this movie I'm thinking about John Morant who just signed Dr. Black a five-year July last July five-year 193 million dollar contract extension the value would have increased to 231 million he would have gotten 231 million had he made the all NBA team this season which he did not so he lost roughly 40 30 something million dollars uh not making that team uh and I don't know if he didn't make the team because of his off court because it's hard to vote when a person is also, yes, he's a singular force of talent. He's incredibly talented as a basketball player. I haven't seen a player like that in a while with his gifts, his personal gifts. Like, But off the court, he's doing this stuff. And I'm like, you know, do we police his behavior? Yes, we do. You're 23 years old. And, and I'm juxtaposing him to Jason Tatum and even a LeBron James who didn't know when his mama would come home half the time, right. thought the refrigerator was the cabinet for the cereal. That's where cereal goes. Maybe may not have right. milk for the cereal because he was taking care of himself. But as a father and a man, he is showing up differently for his children because he right. didn't have that. And I think about, you know, uh, Dwayne Wade, who had a mom who was also battling addiction. And now he's right. showing up for his children in a different sort of way and even had custody. Uh, some could argue y'all argue with yourselves I'm not here for the argument I'm just making a statement that John Moran's daddy is with him John Moran's daddy gave him and I've been talking about that on these airways gave him the confidence when the coaches those those melanemic coaches would tell him how to play his father's like I'm gonna coach you they, they don't they don't define your value you're gonna define that and we're gonna go in the lab and build you and and he did and I celebrated that T Morant in his in his relationship with his son but now I'm looking at this and I'm like, first of all, who's filming and why? Right. 
Right. Secondly, right. the person sitting next to you in the car, big up in you, just saw you get suspended. Is this your friend? So I, I'm going to play a clip from uh, uh, someone who might be problematic, but I'm going to chew up the meat, spit out the bones. If you say some goodness, I'm going to produce, I'm going, unless your body of work is evil, then we, we toss the whole thing out. But right. if you say some goodness, we're going to extract the goodness. So right. Right. <laughs> Kwame Brown says, and I'm, I'm going to start with the Kwame Brown quote, um, Smith, 866-801-8255, who said some things about John ja Morant. Play it. So John ja Morant, you like to play with guns, huh, boy? So instead of you just being in your house, buying all the guns you want, playing with all the guns you want off camera, you want to get in trouble for having a gun at a club, give a bullshit apology, and then show a gun on Instagram live. I've heard an NBA young boy, but you NBA dumb boy. You got to be the dumbest motherfucker in the league. You got $231 million promised to you, and you want to be a fucking thug? Yeah, it's okay for you to have a gun. You have a, 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 a in our, you have a right. You have a Second Amendment right to have a gun. But what the fuck do you keep pulling it out menacing for? What is up with all this music you keep listening to? Is this music putting you in a trance, dumbass boy? Because this music is about to cost you your fucking career. You're going to be bouncing around with all day long just listening to music in the backyard of a goddamn shack if you keep on being a jackass. You's an NBA dumb boy, and your friends ain't your goddamn friend. Because I done done dumb shit before, and you know when I noticed a real friend? A real friend, they're going to tell you when you're wrong, and then they ain't going to argue with you, but they just not going to participate and go with you in the bullshit. See, a real friend don't keep telling no man over and over and over what's right and what's wrong. You just tell them, and you let them make their own decision, but you don't I wouldn't be the friend in the car next with you recording you doing something stupid. That that got that cell phone and knew you got a gun and know you dumb enough to pull it out on camera. He should have never been recording your dumb ass because you NBA dumb boy. Thank God you can shoot a goddamn basketball. You can jump because that's about all you can do. Your brain is fucked up because you got two hundred and thirty one million dollars and you trying to be a street. What kind of dumb ass shit is that? Them don't think you know street. Dumbass boy. Them can't wait for your dumb ass to come to the chain game. They're going to see how high your ass jump. Let's stop there. Your ass going to be there. playing we'll, we'll, ball. We'll play because um, there's actually a gang banger. <laughs> Somebody that's in one of the Crips and Bloods that had something to say about John Morant as well. I'm going to play that uh, later. Um, I was going to lead into this to talk about, you know, these rites of passage and maybe that's a, a later conversation uh, that's necessary. But what is the desire? Cause I think about people like LeBron and Dwayne who could have gone down Dwayne in Chicago could have gone down a different path to be thuggish and made a different choice. And John Moran, who absolutely is not a thug who wants to, be, and I think about all of the, the rap music that's pumped into, you know, these, these communities that I feel like the proud boys and all these are manifestations of some of this stuff, because 70% of our, of our rap is, is consumed by 
white people in the suburbs who then put on the the cape to be all of these things that they're not like and John Moran the the cosplaying that's going on most people who are in these positions do not want to live that life at all they wish they had options 231 million dollars this is this what what is happening Dr. Black what is the problem oh you are muted first of all okay okay go ahead yes first of all even this brother who was who just kept calling him dumb, that's part of the problem. I'm not gonna call John Morant dumb. I'm not going to demean the man's character because his behavior is poor. Because see, here's the problem. What America knows, and, and we as black people, at some point, Karen, we must ask this question. $230 million, all right, stay with me for a minute. Do we really believe that somebody's paying you $230 million simply for you to dribble a ball? Do we really believe that? And let me tell you, this this man who was just talking, he believes that, and here's why. What you can tell in his comments is he's angry at John Morant for compromising the money, not his character. That's the problem. The problem is not that the man might lose $230 million. That's not the problem. We think that's the problem. That's not the problem. The problem is that John Morant does not understand that someone has not told him that when you, when you get on the auction block to go into professional sports, people pay money to police your being. They pay money to do it. Somebody was supposed to teach him that. Nobody taught him that. Somebody was supposed to teach him that the reason a teacher might make $60,000, but you might make $230 million is because we're paying for the pleasure of watching your flesh anytime we get ready. We're not paying teachers for that. Since teachers are not giving us anything fleshly, they're only giving us potentially something mentally, we'll give you, some, we'll give you something minimal because we cannot dream your desirability. Oh, my God. Okay. But while you're running up and down the court in these shorts, we're dreaming of what your body could be doing for our pleasure, and we paid you to dream it. Oh, and you owe us the dream because we pay. And you agreed. You signed your name. But here's what's deep, Karen. Because you really thought, you really believed that you were exceptional. Exceptionalism has killed black people in this place since the time we arrived. In other words, John Morant is flashing guns because I'm not like the rest of the niggas. But actually, you're even more when they pay more for you. That's how you really become one. In fact, see, what black people really were beginning to see at one point, Karen, is the less America pays for you, the more free you are. Oh, wait a minute, Dr. Wait a minute, Dr. Black. Hold up now. So because I'm seeing various Ooh. conversations being had, but not this one. 
right? Because this is a nuanced conversation. It's this very is not nuanced. A, and it is not, um, and we're about to talk about some things in the next hour in terms of how we process information. We've talked about this before, yes. but we're going to go even yes. deeper because it's Motivational yes. Monday. And part of the, the mission here is to motivate you to your best, your most productive self. Yes, yes. Your most free self. So most, you're saying yes. that it, 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 the problem is not the waving of the gun? It's not. That's the, that's the symptom. So what's the his what's, problem? What's the, so should he be waving a gun, Doctor Black? Problem is, the problem is black people's love for the manifestation, the fruit of white supremacy in black hands. That's okay, wait, hold on. All right, so let's Ooh, Kwame Brown, who who was one one of the number one picks. People looked at him as a bust. He's got a huge, humongous, probably definitely, um, you know, warranted chip on his shoulder because they harangued and harassed this young man who came out at 18 uh, to play and was the number one pick and was, you know, really good. And, and, you know, before he got into the NBA and he's probably a decent NBA player if you looked at the numbers. But now he's got a platform on YouTube where, you know, he's he's pro gun. He's a, almost like a little bit like a Herschel Walker type, maybe uh-huh. a little Charles Barkley uh-huh. type. You know, uh-huh. got a lot of opinions that uh-huh. resonate with a lot of us because we are conservative yes. as yes. a people, as a group, because we've been conditioned right. to be that way. And when I saw it, I was like, you know what? I don't know why he's cosplaying because this is not who he is. So what I saw was somebody not being his full representation. You're saying something quite different, which is valid. And I want to sit with it for a minute because I'm not quite sure I agree with you in terms of, you know, that they're paying for, you know, the use of his body when they want that 231 million. Definitely. He is exceptional. There are not a lot of people that can do what John Moran can do on the court. But that's not true. There are a lot. That's not true. There are tons of brothers who can do what John Moran can do on the court. They're just not in the NBA. It's like if you take an Aretha. There are tons of sisters who can sing like Aretha. We just have we just have not heard them. There are tons. See, and this is and the reason is, and I'm out of limit. I'm telling you, I'm out there. Wait, hold on. Eight six six. Hold on. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five is the number. Go ahead. But Karen, it must be true. If it's not true, black people don't believe in themselves. It must be true. You mean to tell me we don't believe that we'll ever do better? We don't believe we'll ever do better than what we are? What the hell is that? Okay. Have you watched the video of him in the card with all of the... uh, your visceral re- reaction. Video, no. Okay. So 866 We're going to talk more about this when we come back. I'm going to play Michael Wilbon's response as well. Michael Wilbon, great, great human being uh, who I actually love personally when I was covering sports. Just a gentleman, a nice person, has always been decent um, as a human being. He has some things to say, which he rarely, you know, is going to be, you know, he's going to say what needs to be said, but not in this way. So I was like, okay. All right, let's let's talk about this. Is it so before we do though? So are you saying that people like LeBron are compliant? Dr. Black? I'm saying people like LeBron. I'm saying people like I'm saying they're regular. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I, I can accept that. I no, I and not really, because it's very I don't think there's anybody six eight that can No, absolutely not, Dr. Black. I'm saying they're regular. They're I'm not saying, they're not regular. See, what I'm really trying to say is black. Excellence is regular right. among blackness. 
Okay, I can receive that. But as it relates to athletic prowess, there are people that are born with certain gifts. Not everybody has that gift. Not everyone can jump and and over the moon and have the brain that LeBron has to see the court or even John Moran. Not everyone has those skills. We have different skills. Some are great teachers. Some are great, you know, some are great artists. Some can, you know, like we all have our gifts. That those gifts of the NBA players, not normal, not naturally. It's not everyone has them. But here's the problem. That we all had different gifts. That is definitely true. That is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. The reason I'm not calling LeBron exceptional is because there are 300 million black boys who are right now in training to take his place. And what I'm suggesting is not only are they in training, they're coming. But I see, like if I take a WB Du Bois and people say, oh my God, this man was so brilliant. And Du Bois was brilliant. He was brilliant. But Greg Carr would give him a run for his money. Okay, I received that. Now, so what you're saying is this culture does the pick me thing where they put hold up one person as the prototype for all others to follow because then I don't have to do anything. I'll just abdicate my greatness to the great person that they've chosen for us. And Karen, it makes the children stop dreaming. Okay, I received that. I know what you're saying. All right, 866-801-8255. But LeBron and Jason and them are definitely different. They're different than the rest of them. <laughs> Everybody can't do that, period. But that said, you know, let's have this conversation. Um, and, you know, the phone lines are lit, so everybody has some opinions. Um, but I'm going to ask everyone to dig a little deeper. You know, we are conditioned, mm-hmm. which we're going to get into in the next hour, to knee-jerkly react and have That's an opinion right. without That's any right. tertiary knowledge on That's any right. topics. I can sit right. here and actually debate sports with a lot of people. Right. I started my career as a sports writer, and I have been, uh, as I just told you, not just immersed in basketball in particular, right. but I have formed leagues. I have done a lot of things in this area that I don't even talk about. I know this stuff. I don't even talk about the stuff that I know that said, what you're saying, Dr. Black is, is, is adjacent. Not, we're not, we're not doing X's and O's. So I'm going to ask people that like have, you know, let's, let's, let's be challenged a little bit today as I'm challenged right now. I had to sit with this. When I hear Jalen say that this is not the end, it doesn't have to be, but this is up to Ja. This is up to him. He's, he's old enough now to, he is not the normal 23 or 24 year old. He's not. Because he's got all these things that Stephen A. outlined, there are people he could who could be around him who are going to have to help lead him out of this. I mean, we hear about four or five days or eight days or whatever in some facility in Florida. That 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 that's a joke. That that that's PR. And so you can you can try to PR your way out of this through other social media forms and all of that. The question is: Is he going to do the work? that is required of himself to get out of this and for this not to be the end. Because what's going to happen now? Nike going to pull that shoe? Is Powerade going to pull that drink? I know in my house, I told Matthew, you can't have the shoe. I'm not buying that shoe. You're not buying that shoe. Our money as a family is not going toward that. And so I'm not the only one who's going to feel that way. And by the way, I am fascinated with John Morant. John Morant, he's so smart. We talk about intelligence. You listen to John Morant post-game, I mean, the, the engagement level and the mm-hmm. intellect are unmistakable. Well, but yet, this whole fake gangster theme that we I thought we were past as a culture some years ago, mm-hmm. I guess he's not mm-hmm. past it, he and his. 
Mm -hmm. And it's just, uh, it's sad. It's, 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 it's sad. Mm. That's the great Michael Wilbon. Um, it is, it is sad. We're watching something. We're having two conversations. One social structure conversation, uh, social structure. Who are we to others? Right. So there's that conversation. John Morant to others is an NBA player who people spend a lot of money to come watch. He's a phenomenal athlete. No, there aren't 10 or even a million people like him. He is singularly unique physically. Uh, He is smart. He's 23 and he keeps getting into these situations after they have told him through uh, suspensions and et cetera, this is not acceptable behavior. Yes. He has a second amendment, right? And when you see uh, people who are nationalists and racists defending this because of the gun thing, you know that that's a problem. When you agree with the Will Kane or other uh, people like that, you know that maybe that's not the argument we should be having. Dr. Black, Dr. Daniel Black is here. Great professor, author of the coming and black on black is his latest says, mm, it's not about the behavior. He's being paid to behave a certain kind of way and he's not doing that. So maybe, maybe we give him grace. I don't know. What are you saying? Dr. Black, do we give him grace for this? Is this, is this good behavior? Is this good speech? I'm saying a couple of things, Karen. Number one, talent and intellect will not substitute for self-worth. Talent and intellect will not cover self-worth. John Morant's behavior is an issue of self-worth being exposed. In other words, the fact that he got this much money leads a young person of that kind of mentality to believe that now they play by a different set of rules. And why would he dare believe that? Because it's true if you white. It's true. And what young people, what young black people are believing and what too many of our parents have led us indirectly to believe is if they get into that league by making that kind of money, they too have bought themselves a kind of positionality of power. But it ain't true. It is not true. But we have thought it is true. How do I know? Because parents have been pushing kids to do this from the time we were able to step our behinds into these places called colleges. We keep trying to figure out what can black kids do? What can black kids do to protect themselves, to buy themselves? What can they do to enter positions of privilege and power in America? And you know what the answer is, Karen? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> that's the, but that's the answer we refuse to believe. We refuse to believe. They, they stopped Henry Louis Gates like a thug in front of his own house. Right. Rep, arguably the number one black scholar in America. Because nothing, there's nothing you can do. But, but Karen, we cannot swallow that. We cannot admit that. Because if we admit that, we're going to have to do something else. And that is, we're going to have to shift our paradigmatic structure. Yes. And that's what, so Clarissa's like, come on, you know, Dr. Black is speaking the truth. What is my role here, everyone? And maybe you don't know what my role is. Maybe you're not quite sure why you tune in Monday through Friday, three to six. Maybe you don't know what it is that I do. You know, 
And that's okay. I'm gonna let you sit with that, Clarissa. Uh, clearly, I must know that Dr. Black is right because he's here all the time. Uh, and he would be here quite more frequently if he had the time to be here because these are conversations we can't have in a vacuum and a void. This is that's the problem right. that we have in a society. Right. We talk at each other. There's people that we believe that's but right. we don't ever question and challenge. We tr- challenge everything. You got me clapping now. Dr. Daniel Black <laughs> is here. Um, the self-worth thing. <sighs> This is what you, so as I was processing, because uh, I say this often, I say this often on these airwaves, you know, I don't believe I'm special. So I don't put myself in a special, I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm just caring on these radio airwaves in a, in a class. I'm Professor Hunter because of the relationship I have with my students and I'll be forever their professor because I believe that there should be, um, you know, ways in which we interact where there are boundaries that everyone Absolutely. understands and respects. And more, more importantly, I respect myself enough to place boundaries around how you're going to interact with me because I know who I am. But my goal on these airwaves is to, to help people know who they are so they can set standards and be happy and be joyful and, and not live under the ether of somebody else's expectations, whether it's your parents right. or, or power structure. I need us to right. be free and extricate ourselves from all of that. So these yes. conversations are important because many of us don't even know we're in the matrix. Critical. We don't even know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so the Absolutely. self-worth part, as I'm watching this young man want to be a gangster when he's not. I'm going to play a clip from a person that actually isn't a gang. I'm going to work that gangster thing out. Come on, let's go. All right, so this is a young man. um, This this clip is uh, Roy Wood shared it. Um, And uh, I'm not sure who this young man is, but I know that he's definitely in a gang. (laughs) Oh, his name is uh, Dr. Baby. D.R. Loke Baby, I think that's his name. Um, And... Was it Brook Baby? I'm not sure who. Bria? Brick Baby. Okay, B-R-I-C-C. I can't see uh, very well. B-R-I-C-C Baby, who is definitely in a gang. He has some teardrops on both eyes, which, which denotes something when you're in the gang. You know, actually, tattoos. Uh, play this clip from Brick Baby. You know, allegedly throwing up Crip multiple times. I don't think so. Run it in. You know what's up. He ain't fucking with the gangland like that. You throwing them ends up, that's going to cost you. That's what I was going to say anyway. I, that's going to cost you anyway. What you want to do? Pay the Crips for the rest of your life? Because that's going to cost you. You get what I'm saying? Like, you ain't never been to the 60s. You keep throwing up ends and all that shit when you in throwing up seeds and all that. You ain't even from this shit. You ain't even from this shit. No way, shape, or form. Like, when you get put on in Memphis, dead <laughs> homies. Like, come on, let's be real, cuz. Like, 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 start being real with yourself. You a basketball player, cuz. You want to come step into this field, we can show you a whole lot about this shit. Matter of fact, set up a meeting for me and John Morant since he want to be a crip. Um, six, so I bet you he don't never show up. And it's on some friendly shit. I don't got no beef with you, John. I just, you like the face of like the NBA, you like the new face of the NBA and you with this, you, 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 you claim you a part of the culture, man. Be the positive side of the culture like you been, being. You, you don't got no felonies. You didn't grow up fucking shit up and all that. You might've smoked some weed or whatever the case is, but come pull up on me. Uh, look, we gonna hang out this summer on the off season. Since you wanna be with this, dead homies, I bet you you don't be picking up my phone and all that because our regular life, our regular everyday life you're going to be scared of and then you're going to be thinking that we putting you in the middle of that but we just coming to kick it and all that like you're going to see all this aggression and you're going to see how we really act like 
You know what I'm saying? But this is just us being normal. No problems or nothing. You're not going to want to be a part of that. So stop acting like that's what you want to be a part of. When them phase get issued out, when the ops come slide, are you really, do you really want to be a part of this? With 200 million? Let me know something. Like, stop throwing that shit up. Like, I don't fuck with you. Draymond give back to the community. So it's like, with Draymond do it, like, hey, man, all right, hey, you shouting this out in a positive way because you over here giving, you you give backpacks, you give food. We ain't never, our kids ain't never benefited off of John Morant. What is you throwing that shit up on the, like, come on, bro. Ooh, ooh. As I listen to this, uh, Dr. Black, I also, I just finished watching Dear Mama, the Tupac documentary on Hulu, uh-huh. and you know, that last episode, I'm sitting crying like a baby through it because I just th- see that 25-year-old beautiful soul, complicated soul, twisted soul caught up in something that he didn't come from out there with the Crips and the Bloods, getting involved in the banging and all of that when that's not who he was. He's a revolutionary. You were birthed to do something different, sir. And now you're not here anymore. And it broke my heart watching that last episode. Um yeah. Yeah. And then I see this young man and I pray he doesn't end up the same way. Absolutely. See, here's the problem, Karen. First of all, we love gangsters. America loves gangsters. The black community loves gangsters. I'm going to show it to you. We love gangsters. We love thugs. We love hood Negro. We, it, we love it because we associate that with male power and male privilege. The traditional, Im- the traditional image of the black preacher in the community was of a gangster. He always dressed well. I'm going here, I'm going there, but, but I'm, I'm, doing, I'm gonna do something else too. Christianity has the greatest, I'm, I'm not, and I know, I'm, I know I'm about to get in trouble, but I'm gonna say it because it's true. Christianity has presented us the greatest thug ever. Ever, ever. And that's why so, so, so many black people fell in love and still love. Follow me, Karen. We don't love Jesus because of Jesus' sweet character. It's not Jesus' sweet character. No, Mm -mm. Mm mm-mm. What we love is the violence Jesus could withstand we sing, I'm a Karen, just stay with me one minute. We sing about it. We praise it. We created a holiday around it called Easter. Follow me. I'm going to say it in crude terms, but you're going to get it. They killed that nigga, but he got up. That, if we're not very careful, that's what we pray. But, but if, if somebody can really get in the Holy Ghost with me, the true transformation of Jesus was done before Jesus gets to the cross. It was already done. Why? To heal a person. To heal. Hey, God. To heal a person. To raise somebody from the dead. That's not that's not better than the fact that they whipped him all night long for me. What? That's what I'm screaming about. So what I'm saying is we have set up a trajectory. Listen, they had the Godfather. Then we had to have the Harlem Godfather. 
<laughs> and everybody loving it, loving it, loving it, because that is patriarchy at its best. And here's how you know too, because these gangsters are never single. They're all women coming from the North, the South, East, and that of the West. We love gangster imagery. We love gangster culture. And then when a young person, uh-huh, when a young person starts manifesting this, right, we get angry at how they do it. We planted that seed. Dr. Black is here for the whole rest of the show because I clear the table when he's here. Um, so glad to uh, be here. Okay, let's let's take some calls because folk have uh, been holding on. They want to say the things that are on their mind, and I'm here to take it. So let's just go to Tanya. Tanya in Memphis. <laughs> Hi, welcome. Hello, Karen Hunter. First time I'm calling your show, but it's a long time. I'm so very oh, proud of you. Thank you. Welcome, <laughs> Doc, welcome. Dr. Sis. Black. Yeah, hey. Karen, you are an awesome lady. Hey, Dr. Black. Listen, um, hey. I'm in Memphis. I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm a uh, charter season ticket holder for the Grizzlies. My husband and I. Yes. And uh, I can't believe that John Morant uh, it does not have a team around him to manage this better. And I truly believe the NBA wants to maximize their profits off of John Morant and get him out of Memphis, a small market, and put him into a larger market. I truly believe this. <laughs> There's no way that he is that dumb to make this mistake again. The mm. other thing is, wait, wait, pause, pause for a second, Tanya, because as I again, you heard um, Mike Wilbon say that John Moran is actually not dumb, and I've heard him in in different. I've heard him art- articulate thoughts very clearly, even though he's 23. He's very young. I don't think he's dumb. I, oh, I'm asking, maybe, maybe he is, doesn't want to be in the position that he's in and he, maybe he feels trapped. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is his way out. I don't, you know, you say the NBA doesn't want him in Memphis. Maybe he doesn't want to play basketball like that anymore. I, I'm just trying to, you know, your thoughts on that, Tanya. Listen, uh, we all know now, right. That when Michael Jordan had to leave basketball and play baseball, that that was really a plan to suspend him over his gambling. Correct. We know that now. Yes. Okay, so we know that the NBA can come up with ploys to manage a situation. Now, I'll say this. This is for a different reason. They had no idea when they drafted, when he was in the draft, that John Morant was going to be as big a star as what he is right now. They had no idea. And certainly if they did, they would not have allowed him to land in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I don't think, Tanya, Tanya, I disagree with that completely. Uh, because there's a lot of small market teams that have, I mean, the NBA is full of superstars. Let's be real. You know, we, we talk about Milwaukee for crying out loud. You know, they won a championship off with a, with a superstar player that's still a superstar star player. And they didn't uh, put the gun in John Moran's hand, not once or twice. So you're, are you saying that the NBA is spinning a conspiracy? Huh. To, I'm, I'm don't know what. what well, but, but, but let's talk about the gun because, what John Moran did was not against the law. Unfortunately, Tennessee is a open carry, no registrations, no background check state. <laughs> and ever since our state legislature has passed those laws, the gun violence in Memphis, Tennessee has gone up exponentially. 
There are black, young black men killing each other in these streets every single day. Memphis, Tennessee is a majority black city. So out of the small markets with the NBA, we are the only small market black city in the NBA. Okay, uh, I feel like you're still trying to defend something that's not really defensible because you like John Morant and the Grizzlies, and I understand that. Uh, that is an open carry state. has nothing to do with the NBA rules. has nothing to do with the morals clauses that are signed when they give you $231 million or $191 million. There are clauses that supersede any state law as it relates to his behavior. Uh, poor Kyrie Irving got suspended because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Now, it was it was within the law that he could, you know, play in certain states without being vaccinated and they suspended him and oh because he retweeted something. He lost his Nike contract. Now that wasn't illegal to retweet uh, a video that Amazon had up, but in according to the NBA and others, uh Nike, you know, he violated something. Dr. Black, your thoughts. 230 million dollars buys a black man's submission. It's supposed to. And part of the reason we're mad at, 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 John, at John Morant is because he didn't submit. And we're thinking he should have. Why? In exchange for $230 million. So if we're not careful, y'all, and I'm talking about myself too, let me be clear. If we're not careful, part of our anger is for the wrong reason. We want the man to keep the money. I'm, not, I'm saying the money ain't the issue. The money is, though Though we keep arguing, because here's why, $230 million is blinding all of us. It's so much money that it is blinding us to the real issue. And the $230 million is $2.31 to the NBA. And the reason I'm saying that is because if we're not careful, what we really need to be asking of John Morant is, John Morant, do you understand what they paid you for if you think they paid you to play basketball that's how we know you're missing it okay is there a larger question about his responsibility to be a a proper role model not not as an nba role model but to his own community and i brought up you know lebron james and others uh somebody else just went back to school oh the uh football player just got his masters we were just talking about his blinding contract jalen hurts who signed the largest contract until the ravens uh quarterback said hold my beer i'm gonna get even more but he just went back jalen hurts and got his masters in, in of human relations he just he, you know he yes. just w- did that and so we certainly celebrate that uh, and is there bad behavior for us and good behavior let's ignore the social structure for a second right within our community is this behavior that will foment the kind of freedom that we all say we want right is he's free to do whatever because it's it's not against the law but is this the kind of behavior that that magnifies the best part of himself and before you before you get that tennessee since she called from tennessee the governor today signed off on an additional protection for guns and ammunition because one of his friends died. His wife's friends died back in March 27th when the Covenant School was shot up. Uh, three nine-year-olds also lost their lives, but it was personal for the Republican governor. So he quietly, I, I said today, quietly signed legislation on Thursday. There's not been big news, but he's like, something's got to give with these guns. So let me, as she just pointed out, Wild Wild West, he was like, let me try to at least draw some of this back because people are dying. Yes. Your thoughts, Dr. Dr. Hunter, very quickly. If we're not careful, what we have not realized is America will pay you not to read. 
the more America pays a black person, the less they are expected to read. If America, I'm, I'm saying something right here. If America pays you $18,000, of course you're going to read. They write you off. If America pays you millions, their expectation is that you do not read. What you do with at $230 million is obey. That's what you do. But see, here, my problem with John Morant is his behavior is problematic. Absolutely. He's absolutely not fulfilling his role as, as a role model, but not because of $230 million. If he made zero, his behavior is still a problem. Okay, that's what I wanted to land on. Thank you. I don't know what reading has to do with it, but we're going to make a seg segue in a minute. But let me <laughs> take more calls, Dr. I'm a, Black. I'm going to get us there. I know you are. Dr. <laughs> Black, Black on Black is the book, and he's going to be in Oakland this weekend. For those that's of right. you who are on in Sunday. California, he, on Sunday, next Sunday, he will be in Oakland, and he'll be in Chicago when? On Thursday. This Thursday. 25th. Okay, we're yep. going to get all of the details and tweet it out as well. But let's go to Dave uh, in Virginia. Hi, welcome. Hey, good afternoon, Karen. How are you? Good. Hi, brother. Thank All you. All right. And good afternoon, Dr. Black. Hey, brother, man. All right. Well, I got to take this another way. Because, you know, it's like, you know, about John Morant. Now, I'm not trying to defend him. Don't get me wrong now. I'm not trying to defend him. But it just shows how hypocritical we are as a country when, you know, some either it was a U.S. senator or a congressman sent out a damn Christmas card with the whole freaking family, including little kids, holding up AR-15. That's right. Wait, hold on. Can we stop doing that, though? Because I feel like we, we, we try to bring in the kitchen sink into a, an, into a singular conversation that we're having right now. And I'm, I'm going to say this, and maybe it'll be, you know, taken the wrong way. I don't really care what other people are doing. We're having a conversation right now about ways in which we need to move for one another's protection. And when I looked at what John Morant did, it was the gang banging. It was all of that. It was Tupac all over again. And I didn't know why he didn't, he does, he doesn't have to do that. Right. And, and there's so much as, as even the, the gang bangers like Draymond has, has access because Draymond actually feeds the community. He's coming in. I thought that was interesting because I did not know that about Draymond Green. Draymond actually has the cachet to be able to throw the C's up if he wants to and rep the Crips if he wants to, because he's also feeding the community. He said, I ain't seen John Morant in the community. So there's a couple of things going on. Let's not bring in what everybody does. I feel like we do this in our personal arguments too. Well, you said I do this, but you, you know, we're having a singular conversation. You left the toilet up. Well, 10 times last week, you, you didn't wash the dishes. Well, what that got to do with me falling into the toilet because you left the seat up, sir. Like this is a singular account. Can you not leave the seat up? Why are you bringing in this other stuff? I feel like we do this, Dr. Black, in our arguments too frequently and we never get to the bottom of it. no disrespect, Dave, but that ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about right now that some white person has guns and yes, this is America. We expect that. And yes, there, there's not a hypocrite at all because he does have a right to carry a gun, but he plays for the NBA with a morals clause. And he signed off on that money that, that dictated his behavior would be a certain kind of way. And he's violated Absolutely. that period. Absolutely. 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 I, I, you know, and when you were saying Karen, and, and I know you were saying it lovingly that John Moran, you know, he doesn't have to do this. Right. But yes, he does. And the reason he has to do it is because he doesn't know who he is. See, he's got the money. He's got the money, but the money does not give you self-knowledge. The money does not give you self-love. The money just gives you a symbol of power, but it is an illusion. That's why in doing this, 
That's why he even believed he could, right? right? Because the illusion of money has blinded him like it does so many of us. Can it be, Dr. Black, because as I was watching the Tupac documentary, what I saw was a young man who was battling a lot of things, mostly his complicated relationship with his mother, who uh-huh. was a singular force at the same time, right. addicted Dang. to crack, uh-huh. and who uh-huh. abandoned him in many right. instances at the same time, loved her dearly, at the same time, hated her dearly, sure. and went through this thing of acceptance. He, you know, talked a certain kind of way. He had sensibilities. He was a writer, a prolific writer, very really? sensitive. But yeah. then he's thrown into this cast, into this, this, this caricature of himself that he now has to live up to with all of the tattoos. But loves his community, loves his women. That thing right. hurt him with the rape case because he would never do that. And everyone who knows him knew that he wouldn't. He got shot, shot off his own testicle, you know, because he, he's carrying guns that he doesn't even know how to operate because and he's got a plethora of guns because now he doesn't feel safe. He's paranoid. And now he's in with the, with the, the bloods and Cali signing away his life in jail. So he's got to live up to, because he's a supreme actor. That's what he really wanted to do. So I feel like in many ways we, place and I, I know I have myself so I'm, I'm having this conversation as well I have even put on the mask of of a person that wasn't me right to navigate this treachery that we live in so that people w- you know don't don't even try it like I'm gonna let you know even though that's not even who I am I'm not that person but I want you to never bother me so I have to put that right there don't come don't come for me not that I can't, but I just won't. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's it, that John Moran just wants to be accepted among men that he looks up to. You're saying what I'm saying. The money buys the mask. The money buys the mask. Dunbar said, we wear the mask that grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and shades our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile with torn and bleeding hearts we smile. Because when they pay you that kind of money, you, they're paying for a minstrel. They're, ah, Karen, mm. they're paying for something. They're not just paying you to be you. Being you is free. <sighs> All right, Rob, and thank you, Dave. Rob in Los Angeles, L.A. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Hi. Hi, Karen. Uh, hi, Dr. Dr. Black. Um, hey, brother. Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying the show, and I just wanted to say real quick, I, I just believe John Morant does, do have a responsibility to, I mean, if you get that kind of money to play a sport, I just believe there's a responsibility that comes with it. But at the same time, I like what the brother um, you had that last clip you played because I grew up in L.A., and I know, you know, he had mentioned the rolling 60s, and I grew up in that neighborhood, Crenshaw District, right up the street from where Nipsey Hussle got shot, and it's no joke. And if you're going to be about that life, if you're going to be about that life, then, you know, you're really taking a chance, you know, with your own life, because if you're not representing the way he, uh, example, Draymond Green, then um, it, it's, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. And that brother, I'm just saying, I know. I'm in L.A. I know. I know the culture. I know the life. And somebody really needs to talk to him. It's going to cost him. Mm. That's all I want to say. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you, bro. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. All of that. Uh, Raymond in Minnesota. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Hi. 
Hey, John, uh, Karen, Good. and your staff. Uh, you know, they said money and a food will soon to do what? Yes, part. part right? Yeah, I don't okay, know who said that. Okay, now, now let's go to rappers. Let's go to Mike Tyson. Everybody that gets money don't understand, don't have the knowledge of having money, what, what it means to have a whole lot of money. Now, if a, if they, if a rapper signs a contract and he goes out and buys a million dollars worth of jewelry, John Moran goes out and get $200 million contract and he goes and flash a gun. Who's the fools between them two? Both, both of them. Both of them. Yes. And, and, and you so you're quoting, you're, quoting, you're quoting scripture right now. Um, it's a fool and his money will soon, uh, soon shall part. Um, I don't think we know enough of Aramaic or uh, Hebrew to really parse that out. And that's Old Testament. So I don't know that. Uh, Dr. Black, though, you are somewhat of a biblical scholar as well. Um are you are you uh, into the proverbs and the Ecclesiastes absolutely. and all? Is that, is that very, your jam? Very. Absolutely, absolutely. And the thing that's powerful about this proverb, the thing that's powerful about this proverb is what the proverb is really saying is the reason a fool and money don't go together is because the worst thing in the world a person can do is believe that money shifts the being of who you are. Money doesn't change who you are. Money gives you access to things. It does not shift you. But part of the problem and our inheritance from coming from slaves in America is we wanted money to actually shift our being. We thought it would actually give us greater levels of beingness. And it never has. And it never will. But that was never the purpose of money. That's not the point of money. And what keeps happening, you know, we keep referencing rappers. We keep referencing movie stars. We keep all of these people who have large amounts of money. But the issue here, as we see, money doesn't make you a transformer. Neither does lack of money keep you from being one. Ooh, God almighty. Matter of fact, um, King died broke, and so did Malcolm. You know, we think about they didn't. They never had money, and so did Jesus. Oh, they, oh, they oh, bringing Jesus. <laughs> not a dime. Not a dime. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Not to say you shouldn't have money. So uh, no. just we're not saying that. Um, no. So don't get stuck. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Let's take uh, Henry in Georgia. Thank you for calling. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Hi. Hey, Professor Hunter. Hey, Dr. Black. Hey. I, hey, I think everything that you guys are saying... Oh, first of all, uh, Professor Hunter, I love you. Oh, um, thank you. Love you. Everything that you guys have said is spot on. And I think some people are trying to attack Morant's character just because he don't know how to pick his friends. Because a true friend would tell you exactly what to do and what not to do. And a true friend wouldn't sit there and take pictures of you doing stupid stuff. Okay. Obviously the person that did that Instagram or TikTok, whatever it is, is a hanger on and they're there for the money. They're not there for him. They're not accountable to him. They're not accountable to his soul. 
Are we accountable? Again, are we our brother's keeper, Doctor Black? And thank you, brother. Thank you. Love we you. We are too, absolutely Henry. our brother. Are we keeper. our brother's keeper? So, so, so let's let's talk about that because many of us are with or have people in our lives that don't mean us any good. Many of us are guilty of that, right? Many of us don't know what there. a friend is. Many of us are not good friends. That's right. Let's, let's put that out there. So how do we how do we know? But and also, Doctor Black, do we attract to ourselves what we are? Do you attract? I, I think we attract what we are. And I think we attract what we desire. I think we de- I think we attract what we desire, right? I think we summon forth our heart's deepest, uh, deepest, its its deepest desire. And the reason this is important is because if we're not careful, Karen, and I'm gonna say this out loud, and some are gonna disagree, and that's fine. That's why the show is so wonderful. We're angry at Durant for messing up his money. More rant, more more rant. He's more, more than rant. Durant. <laughs> Y'all Durant. at me. Right. More, more than rant because he moisturizes. But go ahead. John Morant. We're, we're, we're angry at him potentially for messing up his money, not messing up his character. And I'm no, gonna keep I, no, it. I think it's. I think I think actually, I, personally, I feel like many of us, particularly black people, are embarrassed because this behavior reflects. Like we we take on every time somebody does something. It's all of us. Like we don't have the luxury of other yeah. groups to separate ourselves from other people. So see, like the, the difference though, I think that it's very important is I come from an African centered position, right? And what that position for me means this black people are brilliant until proven otherwise. What that means is John Morant for me is a brilliant man. What he this behavior we know is problematic. Absolutely. It's problematic. This behavior is problematic. I don't care how much money he had or didn't have. It's absolutely problematic. But the part I'm saying here is somewhere the teaching is off. Somewhere, somewhere John Morant's clarity of who he is, his clarity of his identity is off. A brother said a minute ago, like, you ain't even from that shit, bruh, br- right? Ain't none of us from this shit. <laughs> ain't none of us from here. So, so claiming Compton, claiming these other places as if we have some kind of possessive ownership in these places that's attached to our identity is our cry to be clear about who I am and where I'm from. Because Compton doesn't hold your identity, brother. Neither does Philly. Neither does, neither does Atlanta. Neither do cotton fields. Don't none of this place hold our identity. And I'm saying that because once we get clear about that, what we'll understand here is what people are fighting for is they trying to answer the question in a spirit of who am I? Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.